we leave that here, we don't want you to spill it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, three, two, one. We're rolling, so whenever you want to kick it off. Apparently, I can't have energy on this one. That's not what Joe, I said. No energy. It's all right. This is them Christian Boys Podcast. Woo. James is the energy Nazi. <laughs> Get it. Episode four. That's four, an four, IV four. in Roman. No Roman numerology. Did you learn that IV. at Hope International? Hope International. Shout out. Sponsors. No, I didn't. However, I did do a whole year of Greek and a couple months of Hebrew. What's up, everybody? Shalom. Glad you guys are joining in with us today. Episode four of the Christian Boys podcast. We're going to be talking about... Cue dramatic pause. That's right. We're not going to be telling you what we're talking about yet. We have an opening question of the day. Opening question of the day. Go ahead. Handle it, Casey. Opening question of the day. We got to sound off first, guys. Oh, Oh my gosh. They don't even know who they're listening to. Right. Like, they could hear us, but they don't have no idea who we are. I'm Casey. To my left is... Joe Valenzuela. To my right, James Rensink. Casey always forgets to say his own last name. I'm not. I'm not that conceited, you know. I'm just a Casey in this world of people. Fine, we'll just go. Some are named Casey. We'll go by our Instagram handles. This is at Joseph to the James. Dude, that's so good. We never plugged our own Instagram. We should though. Why not? Why not? Yeah. At the real James Ray, right here. I came up with that. <laughs> yeah, because he's like a big time. Like he has a ten thousand follower account, so he had to make a bit more. Yeah, I'm super active on that account too. <laughs> uh, I'm. At Casey J. Dickerson. The J stands for James, but, you know, don't put that because that's not my handle. And so. James is my middle name. James is my middle name. It's crazy oh, wow. how you Dude, guys... we have the same middle name. Yeah, we got, we got oh, my James son. Rensink. We got Joseph James. Casey, Casey. James. Sawyer James, my son. Oh, my son. God. James My is dad's name is James. This is the James we podcast. Call, we call him Jimbo, though. He likes Jimbo. He's a boomer. <laughs> Sneak peek. Sneak peek. Today, we're going to be talking about the baby boomer war going on, all these generations going on, a couple things. We're going to have question of the day. But before that, did you guys know that they have taken the like feature off of Instagram? Oh, yeah. I saw that. I don't know if I like it yet. That's crazy. I heard that. Yeah. What are reactions? Instant thoughts. It's the thoughts. It doesn't look as cool because it's just like, yeah, Joseph at the James like this and others. Who's others? Who's others? I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's a cool count name. Like, but I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe it, like we talked about this leveling the playing field. Like, yeah. like no one knows but you how many likes you have in your photo. Which I don't know. Maybe that's healthy. I thought it was uh, to do with the youths, right? With uh, rising. Uh, rising like mental health stuff, rising like sure. suicide rates with cyberbullying. Yeah, 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 all that yeah. kind of stuff. If I, that's the if that's the core of it, then I'm super for it. Here's yeah. the thing: I think that's the intention. However, I don't know if that's the solution. Sure. Um, I, I think I'm gonna go crazy not knowing how many likes you got. <laughs> I'm gonna have to be texting <laughs> Joel how many likes you get on your wedding pictures. <laughs> I am getting engaged. Surprise! Yeah. Uh, I am Ooh. engaged. I'm getting married. <laughs> <laughs> that's the second uh, time you've done that. this oh week. Oh my goodness! I think the thing is that students who are struggling still with mental health in some way in any way yeah yeah i don't think it's a solution um to this problem i think what it does is it starts the conversation because i think students who are struggling with that or even adults who are struggling with that they still know how many likes they get yeah at the end of it and i'm not saying let's remove the whole like thing completely i think that would remove completely what instagram was it's yeah. it's supposed to be a a social interaction piece i think it's a step forward and i don't think necessarily it's instagram's responsibility to solve all the problems but yeah i do i do like their intention behind it all yeah i love that they're considering it that's one like from joe <laughs> i double tapped it if you didn't know double tap 
it may not be even a step in the right direction, but it's it's a step. Yeah. It's and, awareness. Yeah, and I think uh, I mean I I'll even admit to at times letting that kind of stuff like mentally affect me. Yeah. Uh, I think everybody plays a comparison game. Yeah. Um, a lot of podcasts that I listen to and people that have really studied this stuff like will say like there have been studies done when college campuses, high school campuses that all this stuff really does like mentally take a toll on Absolutely. people. So I love that it's a step. We'll see obviously how all of this plays out because this generation is really like one of the first to have access to something like this Yeah. on such a huge scale generation. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I, I think, um, there's a lot of buzz talk about mental health. Like there's even Burger King who are doing like, um, order by your feelings. Like they have a, a meal what? by the feeling. Yeah, like look it up. It's like one of them is yas, like y a a a. Is this like is that, emojis? A, is that a feeling though? Yeah. Yeah. There's it's like, like a sad that... one. There's I don't know actually. Actually, I don't know if there's a sad one, but there's like different emotions you can order. I don't know what's in them actually, but like yas is one of them. I don't know. Am I saying that right? Like yas. James, can you do know. it? No. <laughs> um, but Burger King is doing that. Like they're playing on it, but. I think talking like there's that there's that hey we need to spread awareness about it so let's talk about it, but there's not a lot of help in that direction. Mm-hmm. I think that's where the real that's where the real help goes is like helping like informing people on how to get help and where to get help and what's the problem with social what, or what's the problem with mental health like why can't people actually get help for this thing? Mm-hmm. That's the real conversation I think we need to be talking about. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great conversation on another podcast, but thank you guys for chiming yeah. in right now. Instagram, Thanks, Instagram, we are double clicking, double tapping, yes. double liking everything that you're doing. Shout out to our sponsors. Dark mode Instagram is awesome too. Oh, I didn't, I didn't do that yet. Anyways, back to the question of the day. Casey Dickerson. Yes. So this past Tuesday in the United States, Disney Plus has launched. Sorry, UK. Sorry, UK, Europe. All that stuff. I guess the UK is in Europe. I'm not good at that geography stuff. <laughs> but it had launched in America here, and there were so many downloads that it like broke Disney Plus a little bit. And I, I even experienced some of that kind of stuff. Uh, have you guys subscribed to Disney Plus yet? I am not a Disney Plus subscriber as of yet. Oh, perfect. So this question's perfect for you. How about you, James? But you've already watched The Mandalorian, right? You you pirated no. it somewhere. No, I did not pirate <laughs> you it. You just read an article. Yeah. I'm not a pirate. You have not yet pirated Arr. I don't know how to do stuff like that. <laughs> but what I do know is that I did read a in-depth review about The Mandalorian. All right. So Disney Plus is a little bit different than, than some streaming stuff. But the new stuff that they've created is uh, coming out once a week. So every Friday, a new Mandalorian is going to come out, not a fan. and so on and so forth with the other original stuff. Not a so fan. there's not really much binging you can do on the new stuff. There's so much binging you can do on all the Disney stuff that's come out over the generations. Movies, TV shows, Disney Channel, yep. Marvel, Pixar. Um, I think... Th- Nat uh, Geo. Don't forget Nat Geo. Nat Geo. James, uh, did you say you subscribed yet or no? No, I don't have it yet. Me and yeah. my wife made a deal. Uh, we're going to probably get rid of Hulu. and then get, I know there's packages yeah. out there that let you have both, but our agreement was like, we'll get rid of Hulu. I so I like got to finish a couple shows I feel like first. Hulu's going down the toilet yeah. since Disney Plus launched. That's really why they eat, made this deal. I'm, <laughs> just trying to finish, I'm just trying to finish Preacher, and then I'll be oh, so good. You and Julia could just not go to coffee twice and then pay for it. Yeah, I told Joe that. I Don't said tell me how to it's seven bucks life, a month. Seven dollars. That's like the cheapest one you can get. Okay. Just don't get a Starbucks for one day. Yeah. And you can pay for That's it. Crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, but so our question this week about Disney Plus is 
what are you looking forward to watching on Disney Plus? Now, like I said, I've already subscribed. Me and my wife bought the three-year plan. Came off to three bucks a month. So easy answer for us. Um, I've already watched Mandalorian, but I would love to hear what you guys are excited and, and listeners comment on Instagram. What are you guys excited to? I might be a futurist in that I really only care about mostly new content. Everybody yeah. that I'm seeing is tripping on like I'm gonna watch DuckTales. And I'm gonna <laughs> watch. Like you didn't care Nostalgia. about you didn't care about any of these shows up until like this past Tuesday. Yeah. Like, you were not pining for like the Goofy movie or whatever, yeah. which I'll, I would watch the Goofy Which movie. you can probably access already. I mean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you really wanted to, you could go online and find those movies. Uh, Mandalorian, definitely. nobody, Please, nobody ruin it for me. I know I have. I'll, I'll say this about Mandalorian. Sorry to chime in. You're good. I don't really like Star Wars stuff, but Mandalorian is steak sauce. I've heard it's really good. It's really it's shot really well. Um, I love it. Yeah, I don't like I've heard it's great. Looking forward to that. I'm a big, not even closeted Jeff Goldblum fan. Just, oh my gosh. Just blatantly love Jeff Goldblum. He's a fashion icon. He's just everything that I want to be. Yeah. So I'm looking he forward to like that. He looks like someone that doesn't have any stress at all. Right. Like he just doesn't look worried anytime I've ever watched him in anything. And I think in his older, he's like wine. He looks like a yeah. retired. He's Iron like Man. wine. He gets better as he yep. ages. And I. I, I have to second James's thought. Yeah. Jeff yeah. I will go back and watch the Marvel movies, but that's just, Dude. I don't know if that's nostalgia for me, but I just, I'm just a nerd. You I just have to go movies. back and watch Infinity Saga. You know? Yeah, definitely. It's so we'll do impactful. That. Yeah. Joe, what are, you, what are you looking forward to? I will say that I do believe that Jeff Goldblum is a retired Iron Man. <laughs> I, do, I do feel if that he, way if he didn't die spoiler if you haven't seen endgame <laughs> yeah, i feel like he is a retired iron man an iron man who survived yeah. the snap from an yeah. alternate the snapping yeah from mostly uh, because he made friends with thanos yeah it's crazy how that could be yeah i actually am a giant ducktales fan yeah so as much as james wanted to downplay ducktales mm-hmm. uh i do want to remind you uh a ducktales a woo <laughs> Before and last Tuesday, had you ever thought about watching DuckTales again? I'm pretty sure about three weeks ago, I heard Brendan Urie sing DuckTales on How's Jimmy Fallon. Go? I have watched that video. A DuckTales, a woo-woo-woo. That's about all I know. Everything. <laughs> a DuckTales. I could listen to Brendan Urie sing anything, though. A woo-woo. Right? <laughs> yeah. Joe, Joe, by the way, I've, I've, he's gotten a lot of... I have. Uh, of thoughts about him actually looking a little bit yeah. like Brendan here. I've so gotten, we're going to post on our Instagram a side by side and we'll let you choose. Yeah. Actually, especially yeah, I got I it, it. I got it when I was uh, rather fit. And then Bro, I, you're looking fit now. And though. then I became rather not fit. No, and dude, then you're looking good. Now. And then I started getting fit again and I recently got the compliment. I, I said it's a compliment. I got the compliment again that I looked like Brendan Yuri two weeks ago and I was like, yeah, I am. I am again. I think fit when you Joe. got unfit is when we went to sushi three times a week. Not just sushi, but all you can eat. Sushi. No, no, it's when three we went to Sundays sushi, in a row. and then the week after we went to Korean barbecue, <laughs> and the day after we went to Korean barbecue again. Yeah, yeah.
Anyways, today, guys, on Them Christian Boys Podcast, today we're going to be talking about the generation wars that are waging in our social sphere, in our hemisphere, in our conversation sphere, in our life spheres. The generation wars going on. Raging and raging. Raging and raging. Generation wars going on between the baby boomers, the Gen Xers, the millennials, and newly entering the battlefield. (laughs) <laughs> the Gen Zers, kind of like Super kinda, Smash Brothers. Just kind of watching, like you have the Boomers throwing throwing missiles, you have the Millennials throwing missiles, you have the Gen the Gen Xers who are kind of like, I don't know what to do with this. I want to pick sides, and then you have the Gen Zers are like, what is going on? Uh, the Millennials really don't believe in missiles. All right, no, so. they make peace, not not war. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so today the conversation we really just want to wrap around is this brand new phrase that recently emerged on the interweb. <laughs> And it, <laughs> it's, it makes me laugh every so single funny. time I say it. And it's this phrase, okay, boomer, <laughs> ask me to you use say it. I love how you say it. Like, you say it the best. When I read it on, on any social media, it's in Joe's voice. Of, okay, boomer. Very okay. sarcastic. It's a sarcastic thing. I'm going to give you a hypothetical, all right? James, say something. Uh, hey, Joe, you should really uh, check your tire pressure. Hey, okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how it would be. It's kind of disrespectful, and it recently emerged in the Twitter sphere and Instagram sphere and all of the meme spheres. Hey, Joe, have you checked your credit score recently? Okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> and we're laughing about it now, but it actually has created a complete controversy within the generations asking this question. Is it actually helpful, harmful, or hurtful? Um, is it? Is it actually bridging the gap or is it putting them or walls and so the question today as them christian boys is having dialogue about it is this phrase one boys i want to ask you is this phrase actually helpful or hurtful Hmm. and two what is it doing to the church have you guys heard this Mm -hmm. as as we talk about the generations have you guys seen this phrase pop up or have you even guys seen this create more war within and amongst the generations I love this phrase. <laughs> I can't wait to use it at Thanksgiving. Um, oh my gosh. James is like trying to wage war in his family now. Yeah, I'm just like twiddling He's my fingers, fingers like together. Mr. Burns. Like yeah. I just well, for those I who can't are, wait. Those who don't know what it is, what, what is a what is a boomer? Uh, Here, I got some stuff to pull up. Yeah, for you let's guys. have Casey uh, talk about the more specifics, but uh, because boomer is actually, I didn't understand it at first because James actually the one who turned me onto this um, before I went on a meme rampage. The baby boomer generation. The baby boomer generation. We're talking about the different right. generations. Here's here's some stats on baby boomers, and here's kind of what defines them. All right, they were born between 1944 and 1964. All right. Their current age is about 75 to, or sorry, 55 to 75. And uh, their size in America is 76 million people right now. Uh, their media consumption. Wait, well, 76 million people? Like, 76 how many people are in America? I think it's like 360 million, something like that. Okay, so it's is that, not like, is that right? Wow. It's not even like one third, though. Yeah, it's but still a lot of that's people. That's a lot. Yeah, 70, a lot of 76 million? Compared to all the, all the other generations, right? Yeah, so yeah, media consumption, highest consumers of traditional media. So I'm guessing news, uh, newspapers. Carrier pigeons. Carrier pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> that's media. Uh, <laughs> their shaping event in their life was post-World War II optimism. Mm. Post-World War II optimism. We won the war, right? And so cool. like, like that, that picture of that sailor or that – 
that person like kissing that woman, right? Like, There's actually some controversy around that picture. Sailor but we'll Jerry. talk about that later. Sailor Jerry is, is that, his that? name. We're gonna call him yeah. that. No, that's <laughs> what? Never mind. And oh. financially, uh, this is the sad part about baby, baby boomers actually, is they're managing retirement with life expense expectancy on the rise. So meaning um, they have to figure out how they're gonna pay for their bills because they didn't really think about retirement. Yeah. Um, it wasn't such forever. a big it wasn't such a big deal when they grew up and they worked. And so yeah. now a lot of them are struggling in their later in life because uh they didn't save for retirement. Yeah. That is that's great. That's great information. Uh going back to what Joe kind of initially asked, the phrase, okay, boomers. Like I said, I the the um the sarcastic vicious part of me likes that phrase. Um, I get where that phrase is coming from. I am an elder millennial, so I'm on the, I think I'm just the very, and 84, right? I think so. You want to look at millennial stats case? Uh, I believe 84 is the cutoff because I've looked it up before. Okay. Um, So I feel like I'm in a unique position sometimes. A lot of people don't think that I'm a millennial. Yeah, you walk the line. Yeah, I I find a lot of, uh, I guess, joy in kind of coming to bat for millennials. Mm -hmm. I get to, in what I do in ministry, I get to work with a lot of them. Um, and I, I really enjoy it. I, I don't think that I see a lot of the same negativity um, around being a millennial that maybe a lot of people do. Yeah, well, let's talk about that negativity. What are you, what are you talking about? Like, what are some phrases that you've heard when we talk about millennials that often characterizes their entire generation? I think the main one would be entitled. Mm. Entitled, or I've heard, like, lazy. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I just, I don't agree with that. I mean, I think there's negative traits to be given to every generation totally um i think that it's uh it's been difficult to um not categorize millennials in a negative light um and i would say that that's kind of based on the boomer like perspective yeah and so i see where this this rebuttal has come from Mm -hmm. and to me it's a lighter rebuttal than maybe that even millennials could have to Mm -hmm. a lot of the negativity that they face it's kind of just a diffusing like hey you're going to continue to say all this negative stuff about me okay like that's fine like, yeah. I think it could be a lot worse. So yeah. is it a good thing? It's pretty, it can probably be pretty divisive. Yeah. It can probably be viewed as pretty negative and it's probably not helpful in a ministry or church context. Or any kind of leadership setting, like even career setting, like yeah. oftentimes in the workforce, a lot of our career fields are still dominated by um, the baby boomer generation. Um, whether they own the stock, whether they own authority, whether they are the ones who are leading the shifts, uh, oftentimes they carry the source of power. Yeah. And I think this phrase, okay, boomer, is one of a reaction, of course. Um, but I think the tension is is that they still hold the power. At the end of it, when we still say, okay, boomer, we disregard them in a sense where I, I see where the disregard comes from. I'm, I'm part of the millennial generation. And um, I have a fiance who is also part of the millennial generation, but who doesn't necessarily <laughs> associate herself with the millennial generation because she only sees the neg- negative characteristics of the millennial generation. And oftentimes these are perpetuated by the baby boomer generation and sometimes some of the older Gen Z, uh, Xers who who look at look at us and they see the negative characteristics. But um, I think for the very maybe for the first time in a long time. The millennials and the Gen Zers have their platform that's louder than the baby boomers that is allowing them such a voice to say something that uh, for the very first time is saying that, 
hey, no longer does your voice define me. Hmm. No longer does your authority matter to me. Yeah. And that is scary. Whenever somebody loses authority, it's scary. Yeah. Like, and imagine like with your own friendships and your own family or, or even in your own conversations. For some reason, when you have your voice suppressed, it's a scary feeling. And yeah. I think for the first time, we're saying, baby boomers, you don't have control over me anymore. Yeah. And your narrative isn't going to be true. Yeah. I think what they're scared of, too, um, is we're going to – we're the next generation to really take over and um, – not really the next generation because we still have that, that Gen X – in between us but we're we're getting close to that age where we're going to be you know presidents congressmen congresswomen and all that stuff and so um and i think what they see is um just a divide in belief yeah. right and it's, it's a drastic divide in belief you know and you see online like i i'm an avid twitter user and so I see online all the time. Is avid mean like a little bit or a lot of like it? Like a lot of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is a boom, this is a boomer word. Because so. I imagine avid, like avid was like a, a class that they had in my high school. <laughs> those were the those were the smart kids. Like they're not, really? not the smart kids, the achieving kids. Like they wanted more. At my like, school, it was the kids who didn't want to go to class were put in avid. Oh, that's not not for my school. Oh, I know oh. what you're talking about. That's oh, a yeah, program, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. These are the kids that were starting college before they even could actually go to college in my school. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> I, I wish that was the case for me. That wasn't the case for me. <laughs> I don't me. know what school you went to, Joe, but yeah. Avid was done wrong <laughs> at your yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's just a big divide, and and I think I think what millennials are doing, what baby boomers um, are are upset about a little bit, and this is just me, like thinking, right? Uh, I think they're upset that we're we're um, we're kind of like rebelling against them yeah. and saying what you've told us isn't always true. Like there's a new truth to be told, yeah. and I think that I think anytime you try to usurp someone's mm. truth, it's upsetting to yeah. them, right? Like yeah. I've experienced that. I'm sure you guys have yeah. experienced that. And the okay boomer phrase is just I think I think it's just fun. It's mm. just funny. It's fun. Yeah. But I think it's another way to like stop arguing. Like yeah. like we're never gonna agree. Okay, boomer. Like yeah. I'm just yeah. I'm done. I'm done with this conversation. But I, I think the conversation really then is like, well, how have you seen? How have you seen these? generational wars playing out in the church setting yeah because i think we don't see them just like online but we see them in the church like pews versus no pews rock <laughs> music versus Hence. organ music and that's a real conversation some churches are still having right yeah. like do we play the new songs do we use the word reckless or do we use the word sloppy <laughs> wet kiss right is the reckless love actually a good worship song yeah is oh hot topic is <laughs> Is ultra wet or was it sloppy wet kiss or ultra Unfor kiss? unforeseen kiss? Unforeseen kiss. That's yeah. creepy to you say me. Ultra scene. Oh, I've seen ultra sink, <laughs> ultra sink kiss. <laughs> like the people, I, these these wars are still going on in subtle ways yeah. in congregations, in pews, in churches, in halls, in congregations and places all throughout the United States, and I'd say even the world. Yeah. And I think I'm. I'm frankly tired of seeing these these intergenerational wars take place. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, how have you guys seen these wars affect all of Christianity and specifically in in Western Christianity? How have you seen that affect us? I, I think across the board, I mean, I don't think any of us in this room would argue that that there is a definite outlook on millennials that is negative, right? Like from, mm -hmm. from the generation before. There's this... There's this negative well, when you say generation before, I think I think we had like sure. Gen Xers or Gen like baby boomers. Well, I mean, we're talking about this phrase, "Okay, boomer." That is a response to 
the negative view of millennials, right? I, it often feels like Gen Xers are often the middle child. Yeah, like sometimes. We, like, we have this, like, big war between baby boomers and millennials, but Gen Xers were, like, in the middle. But I think that's sim- right. symptomatic of some of the problems actually going on right, right now. But we'll talk but about that we, more later. we would agree with that, right? That there's this negative Yeah, yeah. View. Would you not? No, no. Is I told, I, I know. I, I, I agree with it completely. But okay. When we say next gen, when the previous generation, I think two previous oh, yeah, generations. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, the, the point I'm making is that what like it's just a shame to me like what if what mm. if the narrative was more positive right mm. like what would the response of millennials currently be if the narrative before was at least somewhat positive or encouraging it's like i think about my my son like if my approach to him is just you're lazy you're dumb you're entitled like how is that relationship going to look yep. years down the road right and so now that's where we are we're at the place where millennials are starting to take over the church, yeah. and there's this tension, there's this divisiveness, there's videos that circulate from Gen Xers about like, gotta love millennials because they're like, this is a real like viral video that my uncle showed me at Thanksgiving. Thinking, Thanksgiving. Well, how'd it go? Right? How'd it go? <laughs> I'm gonna laugh. How'd right? it go? Like, how'd hey, it go? check this out. He wants to show me this. Gotta love millennials. Sing like, the song. Dude, like if I could curse, I would. It's I basically hate, a, I hate this video so yeah, much. Yeah, but you don't curse. It's basically just like. It's 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 bagging on millennials. Yeah, yeah. and he's showing it to you, uh-huh. a millennial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe that not you realizing. Might... Yeah, maybe yeah. That I even am. Yeah, but and it was a church viral video. I don't know if it yeah. showed at a conference or if this yeah. guy's just a Christian influencer. Yeah. I absolutely hate this video. There, but there's shared. a characterization of millennials that that is definitely pronounced, right? One hundred percent. But at, at the same time, is there is there what is what is the flip side? What is the other side of it? If there is a a negative characterization, if, is it a mischaracterization or is it a is there a true characterization of millennials, or is it hyperbolic? What's hyperbolic? Like, that, like Dragon Ball Z hyperbolic time hyperbolic chamber? Hyperbolic time chamber. <laughs> where, they, where they train for like a week, and it's been like two years in a hyperbolic time, <laughs> time yeah, chamber. Yeah, bro, I love, I love Dragon Ball Z. Don't get me started right now. <laughs> Dude, um, that's, how, that's how Gohan went to Saint 2. Well, basically, it's saying hyperbolic time. It's an exaggerated time chamber, right? Like, so okay. time extent, it's over, over-exaggerated, right? Gotcha. So is it is it over-exaggerated? Is there anything to those characterizations? Or is it just mm. the baby boomers are focusing on those characterizations only? That's the problem. Yeah. I think, I think yeah. I think there's an over-characterization, and I think there's some truth behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's, like, a small percentage. Yeah. Uh, but I think... I mean, that's that's case by case, you know, like depending on how that person was raised yeah. and what their surroundings are yeah. like, that's true of anybody, even yeah. baby boomers. Yeah. Right. But um, yeah, I think I think it's exaggerated. Like mm-hmm. um, I'm millennial, but I've worked hard for every opportunity I've yeah. had. Yeah, bro. It's like we are some of the, some of the most hardest working dudes I've ever met. Right. Twenty seven. Casey, you're twenty six, right? Twenty six. Twenty six. James, you're. Oh, okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 35. You're 35, dude. And like, you guys are seriously some of the hardest working dudes I have ever met. And some of the Thank people you. I'm around are on the millennial category, and they are some of the hardest working people I've met. They're the, some of the most creative, some of the most mm-hmm. compassionate, some of the most forward thinking people. And when I hear these characterizations, sometimes they even joke about it. Like, we've only, we've also come to joke about millennials. Um, but in reality, I, I think every generation has those those yeah. negative traits, right? Sure. Like yeah. every generation has those messed up qualities. Like we don't all have it right. Yeah. But why is it that they focus on mm-hmm. these negative traits when I, I extremely am hardworking yeah. in what I do? I'll give you an example of just my life. Like uh, me and my dad have a pretty good relationship. Um, you know, he's, he's always been around and, and, and been a great dad, but 
um he's a baby boomer and i think he actually yeah he's he's in the middle of baby boomer he was 1990 sorry 1955 um and uh growing up my whole life especially when i started getting into my late high school years um he really pressured me into getting a job right mm-hmm. And um, I didn't necessarily know how to do that. Hey, Casey, I tried, you get a job yet? You get a job, yeah, every 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 day almost like hey, you come hey, home. Hey, you lazy bum, you get a job yet? Yeah. And um, it was it was hard for me because he would use those words and he would <laughs> You're being the boomer, Joe. Okay, boomer. Okay. <laughs> Are you you get a job yet? That's I'm not- telling a serious story, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> okay. Good. No, but so like, you know, I would get pressured in doing that. And I understood because uh, our family like towards the later years of my high school financially struggled. And so the pressure was on my dad, right. To, to make sure we were making ends meet. Right. And so a part of that was he wanted me to carry like simple things like the gas that I was driving in my car. Once I started driving, um, the, the car insurance, stuff like that. Right. Which is totally understandable. And I didn't necessarily have the tools to know what that looks like. Now I do, uh, just from life experience, but, um, I think what I experienced with my dad and I used to go to work with him. He was a construction guy, typical boomer job, right? Like he was a construction guy, superintendent of a, a pretty good, uh, construction company. And anytime I went to work with him, he never showed me how to do anything. He asked me to do stuff. He would take the power tool away from me and do it himself. And so that's what I've experienced with my dad is wanting these expectations to happen, but not necessarily coaching me and how to do that just expecting me to know how because that's how he was raised is it is it that their answers don't work anymore yeah this world maybe i mean maybe like um with technology advancing there's different answers and quicker ways to get where we need to go now right yeah. um but you know with my dad i think it was financially motivated yeah. i think it was uh, a frustration of this is how I did things, yeah. so you should be able to do the things the same way, yeah. right? And I'm not going to be on like just solely on the baby boomer side, but I I do see I have friendships where I see these characterizations of the millennial sphere yeah. come out, like you know that that jumping from job to job to job, constantly looking for the next best thing. I see those things, so I don't completely disagree with them. I see where it comes from that. I, but right. I don't think that's fully who we are. Yeah. I think the jumping job to job to job, some of the quote unquote laziness, just believe it's because we have a belief there's another way to do life. There's a better mm-hmm. way. And um, like I said, like I was saying, like my, I spent my whole, um, like a lot of my time, my free time at church, because I was really into interning and, and seeing what ministry was all about. Yeah. And I spent many years, I spent um, three and a half years just interning and learning about ministry. Yeah. And my dad was really frustrated with me because, you know, even though I had a job, um, he thought I could be using those hours to yeah. work. Dude, my dad did too. And I, I literally was interning for four years Yeah. Um, before I got a full-time position. I had a part-time job. I was getting paid a hundred bucks a month and I was setting up chairs to eventually start. Right. Right. But actually that was my hardest working time yeah. in my life. And if I didn't have those four years of ministry, I wouldn't yeah. be who I am today. That's what my dad didn't realize. Like, I don't think he understood what I was doing during that time. Mm-hmm. Like I was working hard during that yeah. time. I was busting my butt during that time. Yeah. And because of it, I now get to work in ministry full time. Yeah. I can afford my own stuff. I can, I have my own house. You have your own house, bro. I have my own house at 26. And even though it's not easy, it's definitely not easy. My dad doesn't, you know, my dad sees the fruits of what I've worked for. And I think he respects that now. Yeah. And I think what, I think part of it was just frustration of like, why don't you just work full time? But also it was like his tradition of view of church 
wasn't the church I was going to. Yeah. And so that I think that played in a part of the frustration of me spending so much yeah. of my time at this church. Yeah. My dad falls in a similar category, and he's like literally beating me up every turn of the way. Like, why don't you go back to school? I'm like, dude, I'm in my profession doing more than most people who have gone back to school get to do, right? I, I get to be a, a campus pastor of a, a church that I love, that is thriving, that is growing. Right. And like your answer is not working anymore, but it's his way it's his love language almost to give me the answer that doesn't work anymore. Yeah. James, <laughs> my dad think? was so rad. You guys, I'm sorry. We just play racquetball. <laughs> your dad is so cool. Your I dad love your dad. Awesome. <laughs> he taught you how to build dad. I love my dad, but your dad's good. Too. No, yeah. no, I'm just kidding. Uh, the last thing I'll say is, is, uh, I mean, there's a scripture that gets thrown around a lot for young people, which I'm sure you guys have all heard is the, don't let anyone look down on you because mm-hmm. you're young. Right. And typically we use that to pump up like young people. Yeah. But like, oh, dude, I'm so hype right now. Yeah. Why don't <laughs> say we, it like, again, James? Well, why don't why don't we as the ones that are doing the looking down, like, why don't we just take the initiative and go like, oh, like, I'm gonna stop doing that. Like, I'm gonna yeah. stop looking down right. on young people. Hmm. And all it takes is is asking some questions, like seeking to understand, seeing what you as yourself can learn from this younger person, and yeah. even that little like iota of humility is going to open them up to receive rather than you chastising them or coming down on them or imposing your view on them. Yeah. Yeah. Even what you're saying about uh, jumping from job to job, like it, it's as simple as sitting down and asking them about that. Like, yeah, you're right. They're, they Why want do a you different do that? Way. Yeah. They want a different way of doing life. Their values are different than yours. Their ambitions are different than yours. It might yeah. look like laziness, but it's really a, a worldview. Maybe you just don't yet understand and yeah. asking some really simple mm-hmm. questions and showing you care is going to break that down. Yeah, yeah. I heard a pastor once say like, um, we we shouldn't be criticizing uh, other people's worlds that we've never lived in or even mm-hmm. asked questions about. Yeah, um, because we have no idea what they've been through. And I would and I would say that our our world is completely and wholly different than the baby boomers have grew up. For sure. In. Um, one thing I I will say though, as a just a nod of respect, is that because of a baby boomer and a Gen Xer, I am in ministry today. Yeah, it's because they decided to partner. And they decided to love me. Yeah. But also, I have seen the effects of uh, baby boomers uh, refuse to relinquish authority and control. Mm-hmm. Um, I have seen baby boomers who have held on to their authorities and their sources of power for so long that they've become ineffective. And in turn, their churches have become ineffective yeah. to pursue the mission and the vision that God has for the church. And that's to reach people. Yeah. Right. And so... I have, while I've been on the receiving end of the positive side of a baby boomer and a Gen Xer partnering, um, I've also seen the negative results of it. Um, but with um, baby boomers, um, I have specifically seen in in the church world and the church sphere, there's such a gap between baby boomers and Gen Xers and millennials. Like there's these massive wedges that draw the lines, and if you notice. Most congregations in the United States are still ran by by baby boomers. Uh, Gen Xers often are the ones who are leading the charge when it comes to parachurch organizations. When I say parachurch organizations, I say organizations like uh, like uh, organizations that support and supplement what the church is meant to do. Hope International, for instance, right, is a parachurch organization because it means to come sponsors. along. Sponsors, shout out. Uh, it comes alongside the church, right? Compassion International, right? Um, you imagine anything that is meant to supplement the mission and the vision of the church as a parachurch organization. Gen Xers got fed up with not being in charge and baby boomers not relinquishing controls. That they decided to start their own wave of thinking. Millennials are coming in. And baby boomers are trying to understand how do I deal with millennials because baby boomers only dealt with baby boomers for so long. 
And so there's a ma- massive gap. But as being a product of a baby boomer and a Gen X are partnering, I am here today. So let's talk about intergenerational uh formation now like how how do the inner how do the different generations bridge these gaps how have you guys seen that how do you guys see baby boomers partnering with millennials and what are some healthy ways for us to move forward as a church community into a beautiful future and more bright future for the sake of the kingdom yeah i think um i'll just instead of using like like titles as baby boomers or gen xers or whatever i think older generations um, need to know that they're not going to be around forever and um, they need to supplement. Yeah. <laughs> and they need to supplement um, the future by investing in the younger generation. And I think younger generations need to know that we need to honor the older generation. Yeah. Because we wouldn't be here with a lot without most of their contribution. Yeah. Like we all have uh, iPhones, right? Most of us or computers or anything. Those were built by baby boomers. Right? On the, on, probably on the backs of a. Yeah, on the ideas of baby boomers, like who have just said, like yeah. we want this to happen. Then a millennial probably built it, but <laughs> right, exactly. But like, yeah, that's so true. But they had this idea that changed the future forever, and so baby boomers have done great things. Mm. And so we need to honor them and understand we can learn a lot from them, and um, but not lose not lose the forward thinking that we have, and and bring and progress like society together with us. Yeah, agreed. Um, we read a lot of leadership stuff from Kerry Newhoff and something that he mm. said, shout out Kerry sponsor, sponsor us. us that, uh, we read recently was, uh, in a nutshell, what, what got us here is not going to get us there. Yeah. So for any organization, that's true. And if you're in part of the older generation and you're leading someone younger, like maybe your version of like what got us here is not the version of what's going to get you there. And you have someone younger in your ministry that is going to have that idea that's going to get you to that next yeah. level. And you've got to be open to that. And yeah. the second part to that, I would say, is not to be threatened by whoever is that's under so you. Good. If yeah. you are threatened by the younger people in your ministry, you're not a good leader. Yeah, yeah. You're not doing it right. Agreed. I think that I actually, part of this, I heard from Chris Fink, that is part of all in one, one for all. One for all church. Cheers. One, one and all. One, one and all. all. That's all for one, one for all. CC, Sorry, no. Formerly known as CCV Church. <laughs> yeah. um, I didn't know him at the time, but I heard him do a quick little talk about this. And it's about leading up and learning how to lead up. And I, I do genuinely mm, believe good. that millennials have a problem with learning how to lead up. Yeah. I think we haven't spent the time to ask the question and ask the questions that, are, that our superiors are asking. Yeah. And that is like... M- we don't necessarily want to be those characterizations of what they think millennials are. Yeah, totally. But how can we earn respect with where we're at? How do we lead when we're not in charge? Yeah. And I think the character uh, characteristic of a great leader is leading when you're not in charge, leading when you're not mm-hmm. the guy at the forefront of things, mm-hmm. leading when you're not the guy with the microphone, the girl with the microphone. Because we believe in women. Preachers here, am I right, boys? Yeah, hey, yeah. <laughs> how do we lead, James? What? Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Sorry. All right, cool. Just want to make sure. <laughs> How do we lead when we're not in charge? And so as a millennial, I've had to learn the art of of asking my superiors, hey, what is it that is expected of me? And I think that's that's the one side of way. I have that's the responsibility of me. For baby boomers, I would suggest asking yourself, Am I being clear with what is expected? Um, I oftentimes think that there, with the different value systems that are in place amongst generations, that there's a different expectation that both place on the other. And I think once you have those conversations that sometimes are weird, some maybe even baby boomers would feel unnecessary. Maybe millennials are the ones that feel unnecessary because it is coming from millennial. But I think the thing that we can uh, we we crave is knowing that we're on the same page. And I think knowing on the same page can actually 
bridge the gap amongst all the generations. So as we close out this podcast today, we want to end on a fun note. So uh, we have, I, I have for you guys, James versus Joe today, a oh, quiz. Wow. Okay. We got nine questions. Wait, who won last week? I was me. Oh, so you I won last the week. Quiz. Oh, oh yeah. winner picks quizzes. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I guess uh, the person knows Miley Su- or Taylor Swift. <laughs> you Taylor don't even Swift. know the yeah, name. I, I get them mixed up all the time. They're just white yeah. girls. How right? dare you? <laughs> I don't call her Miley Cyrus. I call her Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. There you go. Um, but I got a quiz for you guys about, it's a generations quiz. All right. Basically figuring out who's, uh, like baby boomer, gen X millennial, blah, blah, blah. All right. Okay. Boomer. And this quiz is, uh, brought to us and sponsored by our friends at AARP. AARP. You might know them as the people who send you discount cards when you're 55 and older. Why do I get them? American association of radical People, people. Yeah. yeah, parents Sick. or something. It's like a skateboarding organization for yeah. that. Like movie. Tony Hawk owns this yeah. organization, I think. Yeah, the nine hundred. Yeah, amazing, are you guys ready? Amazing androids ready to produce. Ready party. to produce. Party. It's actually party. To, ready want, to party. <laughs> who wants to go first? What do you mean? Because there's there's only nine questions, so one person at a time. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll answer first, I guess. All right, Joe. Wow, very humble. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which generation is considered digital natives as opposed to digital immigrants? Are you oh, ready? Oh wow. There's four four choices. Okay. Boomers, Gen X, Millennials, Generation Z. Uh, di- digital natives versus digital natives as opposed to digital immigrants. I'm gonna go Gen Xers. Gen Xers. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna say Gen Xers. That answer is you are incorrect. I'm sir. incorrect. Yes. Really? Millennials. Yes. Uh, Generation Z, actually. Oh wow. Unlike oh, wow. previous generations, Gen Zers born oh, in 1998 yeah. and after have been interacting with technology practically from birth. Oh, that's right. Because wow. really, when I, the iPhone first came out, I was like, I'm never gonna afford that. And then now, look at me. I have an iPhone yeah. in my pocket. I also read a stat that millennials. Um, they can work on two screens at once, while Gen Zers can work at five. Like they, they're on five what? screens at once. Yeah. So they got the TV, you own their two computer. screens. Oh, I do watch TV and mess around on the computer at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so they can do TV, computer, phone, tablet. They can do it like maybe. Does the like Apple Watch count? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Just wow. five screens at once. It's does crazy. my Etch a Sketch count? <laughs> okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gen Xers are known as the me generation, James. True or false? Gen Xers are the me generation. Are known as the me generation. True or false? Do you know this, Joe? That's the, that's the, that's the easiest one, bro. You got an easy question. All right, true. True. He says true. Incorrect. Ah, do you know this? You're yeah. so rude, man. False. <sighs> Baby boomers, actually. Boomers. Yeah. Uh, have been dubbed the self-absorbed me generation. Oh wow! Isn't wow. that exactly what they call the millennials? Right, yeah. right. That's wow. what's that called? Projection. Is that, <laughs> projection, is that what it's yeah. called? Projection. Yeah. Or coming full circle, <laughs> really? Like, hey, we're just a project of our grandparents. Wow. Gen Xers are better, uh, for better or worse, have been tagged as slackers. Wow. I'm so yeah. Are we all slackers? Maybe. Maybe I think everybody, every generation after the other, is a slacker, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, them kids. All right, Joe, you ready? I'm ready. So it's zero zero still. Zero, after zero. pay, <laughs> after pay, which two groups say work life balance is the most important characteristic for their 
for their best possible job. Okay. Is it there's just three three options: boomers and Gen Xers, millennials and Gen Xers, or boomers and millennials. I'm gonna go B. B. Millennials B. and Gen Xers. Yeah, because I've seen parents be real tired and they're just tired of it, and kids like. <laughs> I, Who are you right now? I'm just trying because to, I seen parents dude, be tired. Yeah. Joe, you're right. Hey, you're correct, what's dude. up? Sorry. One point for Joe. So can you fix that mu- scream? Sorry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> Sorry for everyone's ears. Uh, millennials and Gen Xers, according to AARP research, for boomers, <laughs> it's health plan. I don't know what that means. Joe won. All right, James. This one's got five options. So you got spread out percentages here. Uh-huh. Which one of the following celebrities is a boomer? Okay, this might be easier. Celebrity quiz for me is, a good, is always a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you're really, really good at celebrities. So wait, ask, ask it one more time. Which, Which one's of the a following boomer? celebrities is a boomer? Oh, I got this. Okay, the boss, Bruce Springsteen, uh, Oprah Winfrey, who's also slash God, uh, yes. Madonna, Michael Jordan, or all of the above? All of the above. Correct, sir. Yeah. Correct. All of the above, uh, Springsteen was born in 49, Oprah 54, Madonna 58, and Jordan 63. Still not impressed. Next question. One to one. One to one. Still tied. Okay. Joe, who first coined the term Generation X? Oh, coined. Okay. Was it ad man Leo Burnett, war photographer Robert Kappa, singer Bob Dylan, or President Bill Clinton? Uh, What was the first one? Ad man Leo Burnett. I'm guessing he was like a... I'm gonna go a with real the, life Don Draper. I'm gonna go sorts. with the ad man, ad man himself. Incorrect, sir. What is it? War B? photographer Robert Kappa. Robert Kappa. Most I knew it, dude. Historians agree that photojournalist Gosh, was the first it. to use the term in '53. Actually, yeah, I kind of come on, knew Joe. That. I knew yeah. freaking, when I said A, I was like, I really know it's B. This was before Ed Gen Kemper. Gen what's his name? Ed Kemper. What's his name? Ed Kemper's a serial killer. He's he's got Mindhunter on the brain. Association. All right, James. It's still tied one one. All right. Question number seven out Take of ten. Take the lead right here. Okay. Boomers are the largest generation, outnumbering millennials, Gen Xers, and Gen Zers. True or false? We just did a statistic on this. It's yeah. a true or false. I know the answer. He here. literally read the answer. Ah, uh, read it the question one more time. Okay. Boomers are the largest generation, outnumbering millennials, Gen Xers, and Gen Zers. False. True. Uh, yes. Yeah. Here's some feel? statistics. You had 50% chance to get it right, and you got it wrong, James. Shut up. No, I said correct. Did I say incorrect? Yeah, you said incorrect. No, so you're correct. Yes. Sorry. Oh, oh man. Yeah. in your face. Yeah. Millennials it. outnumber boomers 83 million to 74 million. Yes. Dang it, dude. Gen Xers uh, number about 65 million, and Gen Zers about 70 million. What now, boomer? Let's, let's, finish, let's finish this up so James can edit this podcast. Two to one. All right. Two to one. Two, Two to, to one, one here. Eight out of ten. And we got a couple more questions. Okay, Among cool. these age groups, which has the least credit card okay. debt than any previous generation? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Boomers, Gen Xers, or Millennials? Least right. credit card debt than any Boomers, generation. Gen Xers, or Millennials? Yeah. Boomers, for sure. They didn't believe in – they didn't have credit at the time. They had gold underneath their mattresses. <laughs> Incorrect. Gen what? Gen X. Millennials, actually. Oh. Data from the Federal Reserve indicates that the percentage of Americans nah. under 35 who hold a credit card debt have nah. fallen to the lowest since 18. Nah, that's a lie, bro. How- James, I, dude, have you seen my have you, you seen my student it. loans? You lost. Drop have you seen it. my student loans? Thanks, how many, how many more questions do we have? This is uh, uh, second from last. Yes. Which of the following celebrities is a Gen? This X-er? is for the win, really. Yeah. I'm Which of the following right celebrities here. is the Gen Xer? Oh, celebrity question. J Law, Jennifer Lawrence, aka 
that's a hundred. That's Harry Potter. No, what's that? that sounded like Harry Potter. No, it's not. Andy, Ma- Gr- Andy Griffith show. J J Lodge, Jennifer Lawrence, Chris Rock, Kendall Jenner, Michelle Obama. Which one is a Gen oh Xer? Oh my gosh! One more time. Okay, are you Gen serious? Xer? J Law. I didn't hear them all. Shut up, Joe. Chris Rock, Kendall me. Jenner, Michelle Obama. Chris Gen Rock. Xer. Correct. Yeah. Dang, that was a James that was one. Quest. That was it. That was for the win. Three, yeah, to, three to one right there, right? Chris Rock. Yeah. Sixty-five. Yes. That was for the win, dude. All right. Oh, sweet redemption. That Just for it. fun. All right. For what fun. do more than half of millennials and Gen Zers say have the most influence on their purchases? I don't know. Okay, ads don't know. on TV. Ads on internet. Comments on social media. Comments. Correct. Comments too. Whatever. But we let James win this podcast. Woo! We okay, went eleven boomer. this game. Okay, boomer. Okay, he's, in boomer. Of, he's in charge of the game next next time. Hey, oh, Casey, you <laughs> to finish off. Tell them where they can find us at. So you can find us on Instagram at them Christian Boys on Twitter, on uh, Twitter at TC Boys One, and please follow us on podcast Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts, um, one to five stars. Let us know what you think in your own words. Uh, our goal by uh, the end of the year is to get 100 followers on our Instagram. Right now, we're sitting at 74. Oh, we'll get so that next week. I believe we can I believe we can pass that. So uh, follow us on Instagram. Share and, and, and tell your friends about us on Instagram. Show us show some love. Thanks to our sponsors, Hope International University. Shout a- out. AARP. Yeah. Uh, Guy boys. Fieri. Yep. Uh, who else am I forgetting? This is Them Christian Boys talking about Christian things so you don't have to. And finally, don't forget to eat your hot Cheetos. See you later, chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets.